0: Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I was smart enough to go to art college, which could not be canceled because it was never considered a real college to begin with, Perna. Today, college football may or may not be entirely canceled this fall. Dan Patrick broke the news this morning that it looked like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 would cancel their seasons as early as tomorrow. Graham Couch reported the Big Ten presidents are meeting again tonight to make a final decision after their initial vote was cast 12-2 to in favor of canceling the season. But then they heard Ben Shapiro read the lyrics to WAP. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freaks seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you effin' with some wet ass P word. P word is female genitalia. And we're like, oh wait, should, should we actually play football? If we don't, this will be the only entertainment we have this fall. We can't let that happen, can we? Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. The point is, colleges are just as confused as everyone else, and I think all of these college presidents should be fired for not making this decision months ago, or at least having a solid plan for different outcomes. One, canceling the season. Two, moving the season to the spring. Or three, playing the season and having a plan for it. I thought about this shit for about an hour today, and I figured out how to make college sports happen in the fall. And I will reveal my bulletproof plan, which, oddly enough, has several bullet points. Uh, Plus, Donovan Mitchell was heard on Instagram Live, possibly having bubble intercourse, and the Washington football team activated Reuben Foster. That's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Basketballer Donovan Mitchell was either watching porn or making love on his Instagram Live feed. As you heard, the sound only plays for about two seconds. So good for Donovan Mitchell for having proof he can last that long. And you hear the ruffling of bedsheets and a woman saying, Oh my God, passionately. Personally, I will believe that he and a lady friend were simply kneeling bedside and saying their prayers before going to bed. How could a woman even get into the NBA bubble for sex? I thought all of the NBA players agreed to the COVID guidelines that no guests would be allowed in or out of the bubble. And for the next few months, NBA players would just make love to each other during these desperate times like sailors do for long voyages at sea. I thought that was the plan. Now, Washington linebacker Reuben Foster has been activated off of the PUP list list. Uh, If you recall, back in 2018, Foster was cut by the 49ers after multiple arrests for domestic violence charges, and Washington was the only team in the league to put a waiver claim on the linebacker. All charges from those arrests have been dropped by the woman who accused Foster, and furthermore, she claimed she lied. Well, she claimed she lied about the abuse, and that she lied about lying about the abuse to save Foster's career. So, really we don't know what to believe in that situation. For a team set on changing the culture, activating Foster days after cutting Darius guys for a domestic violence arrest is just an odd look, and I say that as someone who is going to give Foster the benefit of the doubt since the charges were dropped. Maybe just wait a week, Washington, that's all I'm saying. But what should I expect from a team that doesn't even know how to Twitter right? They posted and deleted a tweet that read, PSA, our new hashtag will be hashtag 1932. Thank you. 1932 is the year the team was founded as the Boston Bra- Oh, oh wait, Boston. Now I understand where my inexplicable hate for the Washington football team really comes from. The problem, though, with the 1932 hashtag is that you can't hashtag numbers on Twitter. And my guess now is that if you put the pound at the end, this is also the gate code for the team facility. You're welcome, Washington fans. Now, the big story here. College football is canceled. Mostly. All of it, but just some. Maybe, but hold on. Not quite yet. It's happening. It could not still, but might be on top of, okay... Football, college-ing, ye. That's at least what my research on college football playing this fall uh, uh, gathered. Now, according to Dan Patrick, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 will be announcing that they are canceling the college football season tomorrow. Apparently, Iowa and Nebraska are the only Big Ten schools in favor of playing football this season. Now, Nebraska estimates they'll lose 80 to $120 million if they don't play football. And that they are dead set on making football happen no matter what. Now, this is a brilliant indicator of how disorganized college football really is. Imagine only being able to estimate your potential losses down to a $40 million margin of error. According to our math, we could lose 80, 90, 100, 110, or 120 million dollars. Maybe 75 million, maybe 130 million. Some say it could be up to 135 million. Could be 140 million. We don't fucking know a thing. We just do math. Not very well. College football money. Look, trying to figure out what's happening with college football today had me more confused than Ben Shapiro reading Cardi B lyrics. Beat it up, N-word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P-word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. I will never get tired of that. If. These major conferences bail. The SEC is considering a super conference to have a football season and welcome teams like Nebraska and Ohio State, for example. A bunch of college football players took to Twitter uh, to hashtag wewanttoplay, and they did it correctly, much to the embarrassment of the Washington football team. Guys like Trevor Lawrence, Spencer Rattler, and Justin Fields all hashtagging wewanttoplay. That's big coming from Lawrence and Fields. Because not playing this season won't change their status as early first-rounders. That's the weird thing to consider. For as many college players negatively affected by not playing, there will be many positively affected in terms of draft status if they don't play this season. If 2019 was your best year of college football, root for not playing, as the odds are definitely in your favor. Obviously, if Joe Burrow was born one year later, you could argue he would have been dealt the worst hand of any college player in college football history had he been forced to miss his senior year. It's a shitty situation for all of the guys trying to put up tape and numbers and game film for NFL teams to be interested in them in the next draft. Now, the Ivy League canceled their football season at the beginning of July. And again, the SEC is plotting for a Super League. So, the most prestigious colleges in the country, with the brightest minds on earth, thought the best thing to do is not play. Hmm. Wonder, wonder, wonder who to trust there. Oh yeah, they don't make as much money from college football as the SEC though. Anyway, hats off to the NFL for organizing a plan to make football happen. I'm really impressed with how they are moving forward. There have been some bumps and bruises along the way, uh, but they're doing it. And I get that college football is much bigger than the NFL in terms of the amount of teams. There are separate conferences and require a much greater level of organization to implement standardized safety protocols. My question is, what the fuck have the powers that be been doing every day for, I don't know, the last six months? This is my five-point plan, which contains just four points to make college football happen this fall. For all of the big schools that get a massive amount of money from football, you go as planned with a fall college football season. Colleges are primed to be individual bubbles for every team, just like the NBA bubble. However, if you want to make it work, if you want all of your athletes on campus in dorms isolated from the rest of the world, which again is proving to work via the NBA, you have to either cancel fall classes for the rest of the students or make the fall semester for all of those paying students remote. You do digital remote learning for students. Remote learning on the college level for one semester could work in the name of football. Furthermore, bring in all of the basketball players and pick up where March Madness left off for October Madness. Make that money back. Had you thought about that months ago, you could have made it work. Look, remote student learning for all of those young men and women paying you massive amounts of tuition that they will be making minimum interest payments on for the next 30 years, pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet-ass... would keep that cheddar rolling in, and you would simultaneously provide safe environments for all of the athletics you wanted to run this fall. Instead, all of these university presidents probably flew to their summer homes in Nantucket, To pay women who aren't their wives to suck it, instead of coming up with a plan for their student-athletes. Everything is in limbo until Dr. Fauci and the boys drop that vaccine. Which they should have by winter. Which means we can begin returning to normal after that, assuming the vaccine doesn't turn us into zombies. What a catch-22 that would be. Zombie football! Zombie football would be the best thing ever. Except as fellow zombies, we could never truly appreciate how great it was. Mike Florio suggested on his website that the XFL start a fall 2020 league. They would find a city, bubble up, and fill the teams with college football players who are looking to play football, get a paycheck, and put something on tape for NFL scouts. Is that a good idea? It is for me, because the more football, the better, and I'd rather see these young guys get paid but I also imagine there's a thousand different ways the NCAA would be able to sue the XFL out of existence if this did happen, and I do not want that to happen to my beloved rock. Finally, if college football doesn't happen or is somehow gloriously moved to the spring, we may see NFL football on Saturdays per the Pick 6 Instagram account. I'm on Instagram, too, at Brandon Perna. Now, they posted this info revealing that an NFL GM believes it's a foregone conclusion that NFL football will play on Saturday and Sunday for most of, if not all of the season, sans college football. So, Saturday and Sunday NFL football all year would be, like, really, really good for me in this YouTube channel. Yeah, go ahead and discard uh, my brilliant solution to make college football happen and show nobody that works in college football this video. I want NFL Saturday and Sunday, all of fall, all of the winter, up to the Super Bowl, so I can get more subscribers. Do it for the subs. You there you have it, my three-step, five-point, Two phase plan to make college football work this fall. If there's a glaring hole in my theory and you point it out in the comments, you're a fucking narc. You're a fucking narc and shut up. Narc. Fucking narcass. Fucking narc, narc. Narc! This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.